Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Sand Talk. The Beach Soccer Podcast. Supported by La Liga. With thanks to Beach Soccer Worldwide's partners, Puma, Iconic, United Nations Alliance for Civilizations, and Genius. Thank you all for believing in the sport. Welcome to Santo, the Beach Soccer Podcast, as we look back at the Euro Winners Cup with Cristal Winners, and we look into the Crystal Ball as we preview the upcoming tournament. Plus, as well, we'll hear from Majer's son, Bernardo, on his debut in the Euro Winners Cup, and a Euro Winners Quick Quiz. My name is Mark Pendergast, and as ever, joined by Matt Mills, press officer extraordinaire from Beach Soccer. How you doing, Matt? Hi, Mark. Yep. I'm good, thank you. Just back from Portugal. Nice to nice to be home. Spent a long time in Portugal this month, but it's all been very fun. Good to be back on the road with beach soccer again. The Euro Winners Cup is an epic competition, isn't it? Was it 68 men's team, 18 women's teams? It it just goes on and on and on. It is. I have to applaud you because it is a lot of work for the press officer. You wrote thousands of words, all of which I read honest. And I must just mention, Matt, normally I'm whinging and moaning about the weather here in the UK because I'm based in London. As I look out the window now, I can still see the sand on the building site next door, which if I squint really closely, I can imagine that's a beach. But it is 30 degrees here today. 30 Celsius, that is. Not Fahrenheit. 30 degrees. Sunshine. It wouldn't quite be a beach, uh, an episode of Sand Talk if Mark didn't update us on his building site now, would it? It's the only bit of sand round here, okay? So let's start off talking about Cristal. Fourth time for winning the Euro Winners Cup for them. They are now the most successful, the most storied team in the Euro Winners Cup. And this follows on as well from their super final win in the Russian League. But it didn't start off so well when they lost to San Francisco, a new team from Spain, Matt. That was probably a shock and left everybody scratching their head after day one. Without a doubt, I think uh, Angelo Scherinzi, who uh, I don't know if you remember from the last, the last episode of Sand Talk, Mark, did an interview with him and in that he said, this is the best Crystal team that I've seen in four years. Not long after that, they lost in their first game to, to, to San Francisco. But I mean, it, just because it's a new team doesn't mean it's not a star-studded team. None other than 
Amarelli, Ramiro Amarelli leading them there. And they had, obviously, Llorenz, Javi Torres in the ranks. Um, so, I mean, yes, it was a surprise. And San Francisco went on to the semi-final. So it was, it was a shock. But when you drill down and look at it, San Francisco, led by one of the world's great players, one of the world's great coaches now, and some big internationals in the team. So shock, but not a shock. And anyone being led by Ramiro Amarelli, obviously he's one of the top, top names in the sport. So, I mean, yeah, like you say, surprise, yes. And for Angelo Schrinzi, things just get better and better. Winner of the Super Final, Switzerland do qualify for the World Cup, and now you're a Winners' Cup as well. Is he now vying for the most successful coach, would you say, in the sport? Is he going to be up there with the greats? Sure, absolutely. I think I'm sure. I think he's already up there with the greats. Yeah, he's one of the few that does cross over from the club side to the international side and back and forth and has been really successful at both. And we should mention as well, Mauricinho, fourth time he has won the most valuable player at the Euro Winners' Cup. He is... As Chris Dallara team, he is the individual of that tournament that stands out each and every time. Yeah, he made all the difference. He scored the two opening goals in the final, which I think, I mean, Braga rallied after that and they played really, really well. And, you know, you did think that they were going to get back into it, but they were on the back foot from, from early on. And obviously missing Jordan Santos, uh, he was sat in the stands watching. Not only was Jordan sat in the stands, he was sat in the stands that were named after him, wasn't he? Yeah, he was. And I don't know if you saw the video that we posted on Instagram. I actually filmed that video of him sat in the commentary booth having a bash at commentating on, on one of the games in Portuguese. And I, th- I think he did it pretty well, to be fair. So he sat commentating in a stadium named after himself. Yeah, I think he said something like, Welcome to Stadio Bibibero, uh, Jordan Santos. So basically he was saying, Hello and welcome. I'm Jordan Santos in Jordan Santos. Yeah. Yeah, it's not too shabby when you play in your hometown and the stadium's named after yourself. And in the women's competition, it was Madrid CFF, their first ever Euro Winners' Cup. They're based in San Sebastian, but not San Sebastian in the north, the other San Sebastian, which is just north of the airport, north of Real Madrid's training ground in Madrid. And it's another one of those success stories of a beach soccer team completely landlocked and nowhere near the beach. Yeah, I think there's probably about 19 or 20 San Sebastian scattered across Spain. You know how can they I are, just uh, can I just point out here? Just uh, my geography GCSE coming in here. There's actually 95 places in the world named San Sebastian, situated in 21 countries across the world. Wow! <laughs> and you've hung <laughs> on to that since GCSE geography. For people who weren't educated in the UK, GCSE is 15, 16 years old. And actually, Matt, can I just point out as well that the biggest number of San Sebastians is not in Spain. It's actually in Mexico. Thank you, uh, Mr. Wikipedia. As I was saying... Can I also uh, point out to you, Matt, that (laughs) the most northerly location of a San Sebastian is in the Czech Republic. Carry on. So Madrid won the Women's Euro Winners' Cup and the star of the show was Alba Milado. She destroyed Zvezda in the final. She took home the top scorer award. I think it's also worth saying as well, Spain have had a fantastic year across beach soccer, qualifying for the World Cup... Women's team or Spanish women's team winning the Euro Winners Cup, and it seems to be, it seems to be a real golden era for Spanish beach soccer. Yeah, I think that's fair to say. Maybe they're on the brink of a of a golden era because, especially the men, you know, it's been so long since they've won anything. The women, they took the gold medals in Qatar in the in the World Beach Games. The clubs have been dominating on the on the club scene as well, and the men, 
well, they won the qualifier. They qualified for the World Cup for the first time in many years. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see what 2021 has in store for them. So apart from Cristal and Braga, who were at the top table yet again, I think special mention to San Francisco, who were fantastic in this tournament, and Real Munster, second year in a row in the semi-final. Yep, and that was a brilliant game in the playoff for third place, the second playoff for third place that Real Munster have reached in two years. And there was a nice example of fair play where San Francisco were winning by a few goals, to be fair, and there was another goal given to them that some people found contentious and Amarelli decided to uh, order his team to let Real Munster score directly from the kickoff. So the goalkeeper stepped aside and they scored a goal and there were claps all round. I think it was a similar situation for Leeds and Marcelo Bielsa a few years ago. They scored a contentious goal and he allowed the opposition to score straight from kickoff. One individual performance that stood out, Edson Hulk smashed, Hulk smashed, see what I'm doing there. Fantastic in the World Cup qualifiers. He was top scorer, joint top scorer there. And in this tournament, if it hadn't been for his team going out in the last 16, you said almost a cert to be top scorer in this one. Yeah, he was on fire. I think he was averaging four goals a game or something. I think he had a total of 16 in the end. 16 in four games is pretty amazing, to be honest. And he led the scoring charts all the way. And I think Hulk definitely one to look out for in the World Cup. And when you look at top scorers in tournaments, you look back a few years ago, it was Magier's name who featured again and again and again. And it seems to be a family tree developing because Magier's son, Bernardo, made his Euro Winners' Cup debut in this tournament and Matt caught up with him. Paro Baines, for your, for your first game of the Euro Winners with Sporting, how do you feel right now? It's a very great feeling uh, to be here, uh, represent Sporting and play the best competition one of the best competitions in the world. Okay. And your dad was watching in the stands. Did you, did you feel did you feel you made him proud? Yes, yes. Uh, I'm here to continue his legacy, so I'm proud. Perfecto. Muito obrigado. Parabéns. Crystal, the winners of the Euro Winners Cup, and now it's time for us to look into our crystal ball. You see what I did there? Look into the future of beach soccer, and the B Division tournament coming up in the Euro Beach Soccer League. We head to Moldova for the first time. was postponed last year. Brand new stadium, Matt, and you're going there. But I just can't wait to see this stadium because I've been seeing videos and pictures of it on social media and things. Best part of a year or two now. But just going there to see it in the flesh will be great. And there'll be 12 teams going there. We're going to find out which seven will be joining us in Figueira the Force for the Super Final in September. The stadium, by the way, Matt, is part of the Sharif Sports Complex. Sharif, I'm sure you've seen it in the Champions League. That Get this, they've got an outdoor stadium, as you would expect. They've got an indoor stadium, and now to add to that, the beach soccer stadium as well. Teams that will feature in that tournament are Moldova, obviously the host, Norway, Sweden, Kazakhstan, Romania, Lithuania, Bulgaria, Slovakia, Czech Republic, Estonia and Greece. And Greece have the most difficult player to pronounce for any commentator, Matt. Do you know who that is? Papadopoulos. Step aside, Matt. Papastanopoulos. I think most of them are quite difficult to pronounce, but uh, yeah, I haven't I haven't commentated on on a game of Greece yet. So, and the thing about Papastanopoulos, Matt, is he's always on the ball, so you get plenty of practice of that name. Yeah, he's a very good player. And final bit of news in club beach soccer, ongoing at the same time as Euro Winners Cup was the Italian Supercoppa. Catania win that for the fifth time. 
featuring some big names that we didn't see at the Euro Winners Cup, Christian Behrman, Gori Zerlo and Boquinha of Brazil. And as I remember it, one of the hottest places you'll play beach soccer. The sand is slightly dark because it's a volcanic island and it is extremely hot. Me and you would suffer in those conditions, Mark. I definitely would. I think 30 degrees in London I've got now for two days a year does not prepare you for those conditions, but it's definitely home advantage for Catania. And that's pretty much Europe and the rest of the world rounded up. Just time for one more thing, Matt, and that is your Euro Winners' Cup quick quiz. Do we have a jingle for that? Euro Winners' Cup quick quiz. Quick quiz, Euro Winners' Cup. Nice. Give me the first question, go. How many different teams have won the Women's Euro Winners' Cup? Bearing in mind, there have been six editions. Last year, Maria won. It was the first time entering for them. I'm going to say there's been six different winners. Very good, Mark. It was a little bit of a trick question, so congrats for you. That's one out of one. Question number two. This was the first year that neither Gori nor Jorens won the Euro Winners' Cup top scorer in how many years? I remember last year it was the two of them going against each other. One was scoring, then the other one had scored, then one had scored, then the other had scored. So the last time there wasn't a top scorer that was either Gori or Lorenz, I would say three, four years. It's actually five years, would you believe it? And brings me on to my last question, who won it this year? That'll be Bernardo Lopez. He's a very, very promising young player, made his debut for Portugal this year as well, back in June. Remember the name, Bernardo Lopez. So two names to watch out for the Euro Winners' Cup as we go into the World Cup. Bernardo Lopez of Portugal and Hulk of Brazil. Two out of three ain't bad, Mark. Well done. Thank you. I like to call that a meatloaf score because two out of three ain't bad. And on that meatloaf bombshell, we shall leave it there. We'll see you next time for another episode of Sand Talk, the beach soccer podcast, as we hurtle towards that World Cup in Russia. Matt, can we get some socials information, please? As always, it's uh, at Beach Soccer Worldwide in most places, but in Twitter, just a little bit awkward, at Beach Soccer underscore WW. And if you can rate the podcast, we would love that as well. Thank you. See ya. Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.